0: This is Talking Trades. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the episode three of Talking Trades, the podcast that takes you through the world of trades in New England and beyond. I am your host, Chris Levesque, owner of New Horizon Media Inc. with a new is NU. And joining me is the greatest co-host that a podcaster could ask for, the Dr. Electrician Edward Rivera. Yo, Ion Electrical. This. We are recording on Friday, February 16th, 2024, in the incredible KW Metro studio, located in Bedford, New Hampshire. Today, we are continuing our journey in topics involved in the trades. Today, we have a special guest. We're talking to a professional that is in the people labor business and wants to help bridge the gap between the missing manpower needs of a business and talk about an interesting concept of a temporary workforce. I want to welcome Don Demers of People Ready Skilled Trades to the show. Don, welcome to the show.
1: Thank How you doing, brother? Thank you. I appreciate that opportunity. here, boys. Been a long time coming. Absolutely, absolutely. Looking forward to this. Wait, what? What? What?
0: What's that? Do you do, do you hear that noise? Yeah, nothing. I I hear something. I hear nothing. Oh my God! It's the masses. They have masses. They have heard the call. Is massing outside the studio right now. This is an incredible sight. The workforce has arrived. They're workforce. literally forming ranks by Don's commands. course, if they're out there, they owe me a coffee. I was supposed to come to the podcast. <laughs> you guys
1: all are late for work. You owe me a coffee and a donut. And that'll be maple frosted, I'll tell you. I, I
2: mean, it for me. I mean, what a show. What a I'm show. i a capable worker. Give sack to work, boys. And girls. Yep. Don, Don rolls deep, man. That's it. Deep. deep. The bodies. That's <laughs> it. That's it rings the bodies. You know, they just want to be everywhere I am. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. What can I tell you?
0: Oh, I think I think they're all sitting down now. I think it's time for their coffee break. Gotta get back to work. I'll tell <laughs> you, I've got,
1: we've got money riding on you, boys and girls.
2: <laughs> so, so kind talk, of the whole reason why we're here, right? It's that's right. That's reason. Reason. true. We yeah. talking talk, we're talking people. Absolutely. Talking trades. People. Absolutely. And skills. And skills. Yeah, I got, exactly. yes. I got those too. I got those too. Exactly. So I said, let's
0: jump into it, brother. All right, let's do, let's do it. Let's do this. All right, so Don, so why People Ready Skill the Trades? What, what drew you to work uh, for this company? Well, I think it's obvious,
1: boys. I'm a people person. I'm a people person. And while I was looking for some work in construction here, I was thinking of those possibilities and thinking outside the box. You know, I went into this knowing nothing about staffing. But my superpower is people. It really is. And I had the pleasure... Of meeting Nalisha, who I call my gatekeeper, because mm. she got me in. She got me into the company because I knew, I knew if I got into the interview stages with this, I knew I was going to get into the company. I just knew it. And so, you know, this industry is all about people. It's about tradesmen, tradeswomen. It's about contractors and subcontractors. You know, and my life's whole journey has been relationships, and this job is no exception, guys. No exception.
2: Yeah, you're, like I said, like we started off, you're in the business of people, right? So you're just bringing that same. Absolutely. All like knowing you for this while now, bringing all that experience. This This is a culmination of my life right now. I mean, I have been being groomed by the church,
1: by being a youth minister, by being a father, by just being a business person for years. Mm -hmm. So bring it. Yep. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Exactly. Bring it. What's your official title with the company? I am the People Ready, Skilled Trades Account Manager for New Hampshire, Vermont, and Maine. And we take care, covering the northern region of this country. And the country.
2: Yeah. That's that's what I always tell people. Nationwide.
1: Yeah, we're nationwide. We're nationwide. I mean, we're global. But I take care of the New Hampshire, Vermont, and Maine. I take care of the New England region. And very happy to do that for this company. Yep.
2: Yep. Nice. So speaking of that. You know, I have, you know, I have my company, you know, um, electrical contractor, yep. uh, and you know, you go more, you go way more beyond that though. Like what are some of the, uh, the other industries you, you worked in and what to, like, what brought you to kind of come over to people ready? So I have been working in
1: the, I grew up in the heavy construction, uh, industry and I was exposed to the building industry through my father. My father was a heavy equipment operator for about 50 years. God rest his soul. And um, he brought me into farming of all things. <laughs> um, from the time I was 11 till I was about 16. Is
2: that how you got so big? Well, you know what? I got big because I was. I working need, oh, and, I was working. I didn't have any constructs like the Hulk. He was huge. You know? Oh yeah, a farm well, boy body, man. I
1: had. I had definitely been laboring all my life. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And yeah. I started out at 11 uh, on a on a 400 acre turkey farm. You know. Wow. A 100-acre turkey farm. They had over 100,000 birds a year we'd go through. And uh, from the time I was 11 till I was 16, that's what I was doing. It was farming. And, of course, I was already exposed to the heavy construction industry. And from there, I went and I went into a um, vocational school in Andover, Greater Lawrence Vocational, and um, studied commercial art. And so I got into commercial printing. I got into commercial photography. And, of course, I got into graphics. And I owned, I owned... The Sign Company for a little over
2: twenty five years and ra- raised a beautiful family off of it. Yeah, you could tell. Like I remember, uh, funny enough, when you showed me a lot of your work, it was we were actually here. Remember, I brought you in. Yeah, I wanted to show you the spot. So it's kind of surreal being here now. I'm pretty proud Brilliant. of that portfolio. It's, it's amazing. Yeah. Like that's when I realized too. I was like, man, this guy Don, he's not just yeah. some guy helping me find you know electricians and everything. I was like, he's more than like, that. You're an artist, man. Like I told you that you're an artist. Well, you, you know, know, it's artists, funny. My yeah. father, my father kept. Kicking me, believe it or not, my father kept kicking me. I wanted to follow my
1: father's footsteps. I always thought my dad was a maverick. You know what I mean? And didn't realize the depth of what he had going on in his life until I got older. But I mean, I always, he was always trying to kick me out of it. I said, dad, you know, why do you keep throwing me out of this business? As you teach all of my friends, you're giving them tools, you're setting them up. And my father would look at me and go, son, listen. He says, I can teach you this all day long. There's so much you already know. He says, but God gifted you with art. He says, "You gotta follow that man.
2: You and you're very creative. Him. I could, tell. yeah. You,
1: you know. gotta follow that. You have been gifted. So you know, I, I listened to him. I mean, he kept me busy in construction so I could earn a living. He got me started, um, and thank God because I owned a commercial sign shop. So I, I needed the carpentry that I learned. I needed the masonry that I learned, and all of those trade skills that I had learned. I needed all of them to be able to do that craft. Because mm-hmm. so I was carving wood. Yep. I was sandblasting. I was." You know, I was the old school painter. I mean, I was doing signs long before they had the computers. So I had to learn how to do paper patterns. I had to learn how to hand paint. I was doing gold leaf
2: work. So I was just doing some really, Beautiful really high-end stuff. High end stuff. Yeah, Not just that, but you were doing stuff with, like, what was that story you told me with the, it was like the the stained glass, you know what I mean? And then, like. You did stuff with electricity. So like, yeah, you just, you were more than just a painter and carpenter. Like you were doing electricity and stuff. Yeah, like, it was crazy. I like, was like, doing a little bit of what Andrew does. Yeah, we, I mean, we can go, you know, know what I mean? Forever on I this. Mean, I, they, I, had
1: a, I had a customer, um, StarMed. I had a customer that wanted a prism effect off of the star. That's, the, that's what it and, was. And what I did is I went out and got and had this three-dimensional star made, right? And it was all polished. So it was mirror-like, right? And they wanted the prism effect. So all I did was I set up just like, I set up, on the ceiling, four lights with the primary colors, each at a different angle. And when it hit the when it hit the letters, which I set off the wall about six inches, every single shadow was the color of the light. Oh, that's cool. They flipped. Uh, so yeah, I really go all in. I, you yeah. know, when you have me design, because so I, I was a design builder, right? I was all in, buddy. I used
2: whatever resource would give me the effect that I thought my customer was. Yep. Absolutely. And and that's uh, just to touch on that a little bit more. That's what I loved about when I met you and I started to realize all the different things you bring to the table, you know, just yeah. to go back to it. Like, I know I can call you and because of your background, we might even get into other stuff. Like, Hey, darling, why got you on the phone? Can I pick your brain real quick? And you're yep. like, a, and you're always willing to help, you know? And I think that's why you're so successful in, in this, what you do is because you're just always helping people. Like right. you'll bend over backwards, man. Like whenever I call you, I'll you tell you why. Her. There's a lot of things I'm not distracted by. If you go into my house, there's no TV,
1: there's no stereo. I don't have cable at my house. It's all about people for me. I'm a people person. You know, I pay attention to my wife. I pay attention to my kids. I, I have a lot of people that count on me. I mean, so getting to know people is, I, honest to God, it, it, it sounds corny, but getting to know people long before I came to People Race Skilled Trades is, is how I was groomed and brought up. It really it really was. So to be at this job is unbelievable. Yeah. It really is. it like work sometimes or not? Um, it, it, every job is work. Every, every does, job does it feel like it though sometimes. No. It, no. It, for me, when I'm in front of wh- I'm at my best right now. Yeah. I'm at my best yeah. when I'm in front of my contractor. Yeah. You know what I mean? Take away some of the mundane stuff that you have to do at the office and you put me in front of my customer, mm-hmm. Sit down and sit down and count the money. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's how That's I right. am. What do people misunderstand about you the most? People miss actually, believe it or not, people misunderstand my commitment. I am totally, when I take on a task, 110% in. Yeah. I'm all in. I'm in so much that I lose track of space and time. Yeah. I've gotten into, believe I've it. gotten involved in projects and I just go late into the night before I realized, or I'll, I'll just, all of a sudden I'll wake up and I'll be like looking around going, crap, yeah, I'm still in my clothes. <laughs> i'm still in my shop or i'm still at my office yep, yep. i'm like crap like the yep. time is just past
2: me you know yeah i'll yeah. i will literally work till i fall asleep. oh that's a good question because you were right like up. i misunderstood it not in the sense that i didn't think you were capable i didn't think you would go that hardcore like oh. i told you i got that i such a lead in vermont and i was like oh, i'm trying to get a hold of this guy and you were like i will drive out there to so knock on people's doors i will and i'm yeah. like man this guy's Incredible. Man. We well, you know great. what? I got that strong work ethic from, you know, learning how to get the job done from my father. You know, we, we talked about what people misunderstand about you. What about people ready? Like when you're talking to contractors and whatnot, like what are, what are some of the misconceptions they have about people ready? Mm-hmm. Well, when people think of people ready, they often think only of our on-demand general labor solutions.
1: When in fact, we also have a specialized division called people ready skilled trades of which I work for. I work for them. And we are well-known for our skilled trade staffing solutions. We offer to our contractors, our subcontractors, all over the country. What's a favorite story to tell about yourself? Well, the favorite story for me? um, When I was about 13, I entered into the Franciscan Seminary in uh, Andover, Mass., to discern about becoming a priest. As a cradle Catholic, our family was a large part of Sacred Heart Church in Lawrence, Mass., And my grandparents on my father's side were a massive, large part of the Sacred Heart Marist Brothers boarding school in Andover, Mass. So much so that when my father was a little boy, they actually lived in the basement of the boarding school because my grandmother and grandfather were cooks, brothers. So, I mean, I grew up in the church. I really did. I grew up in the church and that's all I knew. My father took us to Mass every week, every week was get up and it was get up early with my dad. He was at the seven o'clock mass. So yep. you are out of bed at like five, five 30 in the morning, you know, <laughs> but it was, um, it was the discernment that took about, I don't know, it took about three months of meetings and prayer. Uh, and finally brother had told me that he saw my vocation as being a husband and a father to a family. Oh, wow. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, I met my wife in high school. I met her in high school. You know, I, I left that and you know, God didn't want me to be a priest and my vocation was going to be marriage. So I found Lois, my beautiful wife, in high school as a young man. And uh, forty six years later, here I am. Wow. I'm a I'm a husband, I'm a father, and I'm a pet bear, may we? Uh, to some beautiful grandchildren. Some beautiful grandchildren. And, you know, it's that feeling of pride that I get seeing my family succeed. It's the similar feeling of pride, you know, when I get people out to work. Mm -hmm. And I say that Mm -hmm. because, you know, my father, and I think about my dad, God rest his soul. It was his hard work and it was how he brought me onto the job. So, you know, my father was my first teacher. My father was my first staffer. Yep, He staffed me. He brought me right into the industry. He taught me everything. Oh. And the rest is history, bro. The rest is history.
2: You i me asking, is he still alive or? No, I, I, I,
1: I, God rest his soul. He passed away about four or five years ago. Um, but the man was a
2: maverick. I think now looking at it, like you're like this blend, right? Of, um, you still kind of in, you're still in the trades in a sense. You've been through it, obviously all your life. Yep. And then now you're using like your creativity and you're using so much. I, I just, you know, I feel like he'd be proud of you. You know what I mean? Like, you don't <laughs> know what you're doing. I have to say, uh, my father worked in the union. Uh, he was local
1: for for 50 years. And, of course, he pulled me in um, to the union. And I was uh, I was in heavy construction as a pipe layer. I was part of Local 175 at the time. And um, we worked side by side. We honestly, my father and I worked side by side for years. And I can't tell you the value of being able to work with your dad, doing something that was honestly really cool. Yeah, mm. You know, he ran big pieces of heavy equipment he was running d11s I was running a 790 uh cat end uh, dump you know what I mean uh. you were pulling some serious dirt yep. they, they would move hundreds of thousands of yards on projects yeah and uh I, I grew up around all of that heavy equipment I grew up with the diesel smell in my nose boys mm-hmm. yep.
2: <laughs>
0: Yeah. Yeah, I, I can definitely relate, relate to that. I, I remember, so my dad, he uh, he serviced uh, commercial dishwasher. So he was always constantly going inside of restaurants and stuff. And, you know, maybe that's part of my downfall. He was always bringing home delicious food, and I, I just wanted to eat it all. Then eat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But but I remember, oh, like in high school, you know, uh, before before I decided to get into the media gig, you know, it was, what am I going to do with my life? And, huh? you know, your dad is like, yeah. come come right along with me for a little while. And and so there was just, the, you're right, that thrill of what? Yeah always wanting to go to work with your dad it's yeah. best best feeling in the world yeah when, one of the things I noticed from that was you know kind of like
2: that stability security of it like yep. you know because you know I'm an artist first right but then yep. like I talked to my grandfather like, yep. and I was like I, I, it's not for me I kind of like doing it for myself but I, I want to learn a skill and he was like you know have we ever not been able to afford food and I have a roof overhead, pay the bills. I was like, no. Mm-hmm. And he goes, you know, I learned a skill. You know what I mean? And I'll, it'll never go away. Get from God. Yeah. And so he's like, mm-hmm. if you want to have stability in this always up and down world economy, whatever, he's like, you learn a skill and just run with that, you know? And, and then you know, look at me now. I got a business now because of it. And so, like you said, put people to work, change their lives. Like me and you both, like- we got some big plans, right? We're trying to put yeah. hundreds of people to work. Yep, and it's it's great knowing that like I, I can call you and you can get me those people, and those are hundreds of individual people with families, you know, responsibilities, all this I, stuff. So it's I don't know, it's I I can go on and on, but it's just such a great feeling to do something like that, man. Absolutely, and I can totally relate. I mean, to be a part of the True Blue family
1: with people ready, skilled trades, man, I've got a massive engine behind me, and it's an exciting thing to know that you know when I stand in front of a contractor. And that I have that vast network. Yeah. I mean, that's power. That's yep. power right there. Yep. Yeah. Speaking
2: of, uh, like, I got I got a twofer for you. Oh, no. So, <laughs> because, you know, you've done a lot of stuff, you know what I mean? And, I, you know, like like all of us, right, like we all make mistakes, you know, and some of them are little. Some of them kind of leave an impact on you. Oh, yeah. During that time, like, can you think of one, of a failure, like a mistake you made or a failure you made? And like, in a way, what did you learn from it? The person.
1: That I will not mention. I loved. He was part of a family. He really was. And the big mistake that I made was not trusting myself. I had already started Demura Sign Company. I was already showing great success. I was already actually raising two daughters when I started it on my own. You know what I mean? Like I was, my wife and I, I was on my own with the company and I was already starting to raise two daughters. And we started because the business was doing so well. I was going from doing commercial graphics and signs into actually doing like restorations and models and design build remodels. And he came to me with skills. I was already hiring him to work with me as a skilled tradesperson, And so my partner, I pulled in this business partner and I have to tell you, it was probably the worst mistake. It was absolutely the worst mistake that I made. It really was. It was one of the hardest lessons that I had to learn about people and business. It really was. And, you know, I had all the skills, I had the talent, I had the ability, um, but I didn't have the confidence, and so I pulled them in. And it was a battle. I mean, I came out of it a better me for the experience, but um, I learned to trust myself, all right? And I definitely learned to be confident. And that's what I'm bringing to the table today. I bring that to the table. Those two life skills for people ready, skilled trades every day,
2: that's every day. So speaking of that, that, to go back to that real quick, you know, have anybody starting a business or you know, they have a business partner, what kind of advice would you give someone thinking about maybe getting a business partner or going business with somebody, you know, what can they learn from your mistake? It's a good question you could about that. You know, um, I'm not going to speak on that too much, uh, only
1: because I didn't have the background. I just should have trusted myself. I honestly should have. Well, trust your gut. And gets- I-, I trust Tr- my gut. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. And, um, and I didn't, and I've learned from that. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Nice. Okay. Well, yeah, I know that you're right. I mean, the, half the time when I'm making like that, that toss up decision yeah, I, and I don't go with anybody's like, anybody <laughs> business advice to work out because you know what? My, my, my whole thing
1: is about people and relationships. I mean, that's what's, that's my superpower. Yeah. I'm not here with a massive business acumen. I'm here because I know how to talk to people. I know how to build relationships.
2: I know how to find you. Yeah. So, Ed, you know what I mean? Well, see, well, there it is. <laughs> there it is like, you know is, Ed, or what I'm just telling you? I can tell you what I'm taking it from it from someone who's always learning from you, right? Yep. Like every time we meet up, I learn something from you. Yep. And so, what, what I'm, I guess, what, what I'm taking from that, you know, is the whole, uh, like what we always talk about, like those people skills, right? Like once you develop that, at least for me, I become more confident, you know, because I'm naturally an introvert. And so, I guess, you know, what I, again, what I took from it is kind of develop your people skills, just get really good at building those relationships, trust your gut. You mm-hmm. Want to know someone who was an introvert?
1: I came from Florida in the, I went to Florida in the late 60s, came back from Florida in the early 70s, and I was a blonde-headed, green-eyed little kid, all right? And I was coming into New England at, I don't know, first grade, second grade. I was quiet. I was introverted. I was everything. I mean, so much so that I actually got bullied. I mean, I, I got really, really bullied as a kid, and it was not a great feeling. It's so much so that I would, I would read these, um, cartoon magazines, stuff like that. And on the back was the Atlas bodybuilder, mm-hmm. right. And I would always read that one, you know, if you are big and strong, you know, no one is going to screw with you. And honest to God, I, I took that into, I took that to heart you Ran when I ran with it, man, I started building my body, building my mind You know, and I forced myself to be an extrovert. I forced myself to be where I am today. Yep. I mean, with all the butterflies and whatever it takes to sit in front of a camera or sit in front of a mic, I, I made it happen Yep. because the alternative to that was to still be stuck to the wall, that little kid. And I just pushed forward. I pushed through it, man. I just pushed through it.
2: Yeah. yeah. You know, something you said about the, uh, like, you kind of imagined yourself in that, yeah. position, right? Like you reminded me, I read some just uh, yesterday. It says, this, he said he projected himself into the future, and then he worked toward bringing that projection into yeah. reality. That's that's exactly that's being a nutshell. Yeah,
1: yeah. Because I yeah. I've done that all my life. Yeah. I've always envisioned myself doing something, and then working to go get it, and learning from positive thinking and from my faith that you know if you put your mind to it, it's gonna happen. Yep. You just have to put your mind to it and just push through it. Yep. And then take action too. You know, take gotcha. action. And you're gonna fail. Yep. Failure is actually healthy. Yep, it is. It's how are you going to gauge success if you don't know what failure feels like or even looks like? Yep, how you gauge it? You just correct course. You just correct course. You know, businesses do that all the time. Yep, they change it up. They need to mix it up. I mean, how are they going to make? How they going to make money? How are they going to keep growing? Yep, you
0: You can't even scale a business. You can't even scale a business without understanding that. All right, so let's talk people ready skill trades. Right, it's a true blue company. Who is True Blue?
1: Well, as a part of a True Blue family, we can leverage True Blue's vast resources, experience, and technology and expertise. True Blue allows us to deliver solutions and value to our clients in ways that l- other local or national companies just cannot match. So where does
0: True Blue come into play with People Ready?
1: True Blue is our parent company. All right. Um, and what, and I'm one of five divisions with people ready, skilled trades. I'm one of the five divisions. So true blue handles um, us not
2: only nation nationwide, but also globally. So I have, I haven't, I have my next question up, but I, I want to touch on a couple of things real quick. Cause yep. you know, before we we hopped on here, I was talking to Chris about that. And, and I wanted to kind of just see kind of some of the stuff that uh, people ready have accomplished last couple of years. Uh, and a couple of things I just want to list off before I ask my next question, because it's kind of related. It says, you guys, People Ready was ranked number one in staffing industry analysts' largest industrial staff firms. for 2023. They also were featured in Fortune 100, fastest growing companies in 2022. Uh, they were named Newsweek's 2023, America's most responsible so I just, I just wanted to throw a couple of things out there. I, I mean, right. that's pretty wow, freaky. That's awesome. Yeah, Damn, man. That's oh, wow. that's awesome. So, uh, you know, I might've answered they'll, the whole question. They would but... love to hear that you know all <laughs> of that stuff. I'm telling you, know? you, man. And so I guess my question, so is, uh, why should a business use people ready skilled trades? What are the benefits and conveniences, I guess, using Don going with people ready? Well, you know what? Businesses across the country are seeing, uh, growing skilled trades worker shortage,
1: uh, Growing interest among our customers is accessing a skilled workforce. People Ready Skilled Trades offers access to qualified, passionate, and reliable tradespeople across various industries. This approach minimizes hiring challenges, reduces risk, and supports customer productivity.
2: That's not so, so, no, that, that's all great. So the next thing I guess I would say is like, let's say they're like, all right, great, I want to go with you. Um, What does the uh, recruitment process look like? Like they need, let's say it's a, a carpenter, you know what I mean? Or you can go electrician if that's easier to, you know, but like like walk us through that step. What is it like once they call you or reach out to your team, reach out to you, what happens next? Well, our sign-up process
1: is seamless and efficient and with a comprehensive assessment of our skills, experience, and career goals. Then we just match these people with the job and we just match their needs. Yeah. And I mean, it's that simple. It's really not, it's not complicated. I have a, a phenomenal team. I have a, a service department that takes care of, you know, dispatching and making sure payroll's where it needs to be and dealing with the associates, the trades people uh, directly in that capacity. And I have a wonderful recruiter um, that's constantly sourcing and looking for new people and bringing people on and even reactivating people because we have a vast network you know what i mean it's not always just hiring new but it's it's
2: it's utilizing the people that want to work with us yeah it mm-hmm. really is and and i want to touch on that very specific part of when you go out and find these people like you sit down and i bring a project to you and it's something very specific like you know like the tesla power walls or lighting what i love about what you do is you ask me like not just like what's the scope of word but you're like who are you looking for personality wise like like are you looking for strengths? You know, this, so you're not just sending me anybody. Like, I love that you'll go out there and try to find me a very specific type of well, person. You know it's I And I don't get that from other trade-type places that are approaching me to find me people. It's very just, throw will throw a body at you. But you do it a little differently. Like, you care about who you're sending my way. Well, and, and that care has been going on for years. So, you know,
1: when I was in the interview process with People Ready Skilled Trades, I was telling them that. I says, you know, you've got a guy here who's been in the heavy construction, building construction, for 45 years. I mean, I've been doing this for 45 years in New England. So it's like New England is my backyard. There's no other place. Like I'm not going to take this down, you know, down to the southeast or the southwest. I'm not taking it down there. I'm here in my backyard doing something that's completely in my wheelhouse and my skill set. And so when I'm talking to you about who you need on the job site, I already understand what you do as an electrical company, as an electrician. So I just want to know what the actual skill set is because you're hiring my guy to help your crew to help you yep. get to the next level. Does he need to bend EMT? What is he going to be working with metal stud? Is he doing residential? Is he doing commercial? Yep. You know what set of hand tools should he be bringing with him? Yep. You know what is the skill set that you need that you're going to pay our company to make sure that you can get your job done.
2: Yeah, oh, that that's a of that's that, lot of detail. lot of detail. Yeah, yeah, it's very important because it should be a complement to the operation, not a detriment. You know, and if you get that part wrong, oh, yeah, you get the weakest link in there, like unintentionally. Now, and all of a sudden, the project starts going right. sideways. So I love it, man. I love it. It's awesome. Well,
0: let's talk about the flexible staffing here for a minute. Tell me about the flexible staffing model that People Ready Skilled Trades shares uh, to support businesses for perfect workforce. Well, our flexible staffing means that we offer customizable staffing.
1: Solutions tailored to each client's needs. Uh-huh. Absolutely. You know, we have a workup program, and it's one of them. Our workup program is at one of our best right now that we're promoting. You know, two main benefits of this are is that we can scale that workforce up and down depending on the demand and minimize overhead costs and operational efficiency. You know, and our workup program takes people who are already career-minded, who have been learning a trade, who are serious about being in construction. And that workforce development program helps match that career person to that career person
2: to the customer, the the contractor. All right, Don. So why should a business use people-ready skilled trades? And what are the benefits of of using people-ready? Well, well, Ed, businesses across the country are seeing a growing skilled trades worker
1: shortage. Growing interest amongst our customer in accessing a skilled workforce. People Ready Skilled Trades offers access to qualified, passionate, and reliable tradespeople across various industries. This approach minimizes hiring challenges, reduces risk, and supports customer productivity. I
2: mean, I've I've been a happy customer, so... Hey, listen, you know, I'll try to keep you that know, way. I'm done. trying to keep you that way, yeah. brother. Yeah, and what I love is that like you can keep that same consistency on a little job all the way up to a big job. And like, you know, I used to like tell you. I used to tell my customers when I was selling it, I used to say to them all the time, I says,
1: Listen, I don't care if the job is twenty five dollars or twenty five thousand dollars, you're gonna get the same level of service out of me because I learned early that those twenty five dollar jobs or those small jobs were the test as to whether you are gonna be able to do more work for them.
2: Yep so I always treated even the smallest opportunity like it was the biggest yep yeah, yeah absolutely yeah. and that's why we get along so well cuz at Ion Electrical like we we have the same philosophy it's like I don't care if we're putting a little yep. outlet or we're doing a whole lazy boy you're out there you know I yeah, I had a customer still there. I had a customer come up to me it was it was a it was a sign that was
1: in my town that I lived in and he said you know I really want you to repaint my sign and stuff like that and and do this and do that and I said well I says, your sign, you know, looks like somebody did it amateur. Like I, you want me to repaint that sign? He goes, yeah, I just want you to repaint that sign. I said, I'm sorry, sir. I said, I, I cannot repaint that sign. I says, my truck is lettered with my name on it. I'm a professional in this industry. I says, if you would like, I'll give you a great price. I do know that this is a charitable organization. Okay. I'll give you a good price, but I'm not going to work on that sign. I says, not with my truck and my, myself out, out there in the street. So, gave him a good price. Just said, listen, you want me a new sign? I'll get you a new sign. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, so Don, so let's talk about local recruiting. So, New Hampshire has a 1.8% uh, percent or 14,000 total unemployment rate as of August 2023. And that came straight from the Bureau of Labor Statistics. So, Obviously, that doesn't leave much room of a margin for a workforce. What are the benefits of a temporary workforce and how... Uh, how do people ready utilize this interesting concept to meet the demands of a growing workforce shortage?
1: A temporary workforce provides flexibility and agility. The result? Businesses can adapt to changing market conditions quickly. At People Ready Skilled Trades, we leverage our network of skilled workers. The benefit? We mobilize talent quickly. Help companies address a workforce shortage and maintain that productivity. You know what? When you break New Hampshire up into parts, southern New Hampshire is very dense. It's a very, very dense area, allowing these businesses to trade from the same labor pool with far more success than their counterparts from the north. And the north begins above Lake Winnipesaukee, all the way to Canada, with Vermont and Maine on either side. This is where you separate those staffing companies from the staffers. You know, you have to build relationships, you got to pay your dues, yep. and you got to put your time in. Absolutely. And like I've said before, I've put in over forty-five years in New England, being uh, in heavy construction and being a business owner. Yep. So,
2: yeah. And one thing, my one thing I always pick up from your conversation, or like our conversations, is like you're always thinking like the long game. You know, that relationship long game. You're like Edward. I want to be doing business with you in like ten, twenty years. You know what I mean? And so, again, it's the relationship side, and we've been talking for a while, so like you, you, you said something earlier about paying your dues, you know what I mean? And so, yeah, it definitely is about that.
1: You know, some, some of the best um, deals that you're going to make in life uh, will be because you built the relationship first. Oh, you cool. actually paid attention to who you're in front of, understand their business, and speak to the person. Speak to the person first. Yep. The rest of it's going to fall into place. You want to get into the business mantra. You want to be able to tell them about this and that and that offer and this, but do not regurgitate that on day one. Shake the person's hand, say hello. And now you do, look them in the eyes, say hello, and you will go. You will go places. Yep. You know
0: that's a that's a skill. I feel like uh, a lot of newer generations don't have that skill. That human contact, looking them at, looking them directly in the eye and speaking to that person.
1: They already feel entitled. That's the reason why they're losing that skill. They already feel entitled. They're, they're coming into the situation sometimes with the wrong attitude. That's true. They're, you know, just, true. they just—they don't understand that to get where you want to go in life, you've got to build relationships. I don't care who it is. I don't care if it's business, family. That's so important. It's building those relationships. So, I mean, you would have never gotten married, Ed, if you didn't build that relationship with your wife.
2: It you, you just wouldn't have happened. Part of the problem, too, is I think right now they're saying, you know, we're like, what do they say? Like we're in this gig economy. So everybody just kind of is looking for that quick door dash, you know, real quick jobs. where A lot of of the newer people coming to the workforce, they're not looking for, like, long-term careers. And so that's why I think, like, Mm -hmm. what we're doing is important because the average age of an electrician, I think, is like 58 or something, you know. So we need more people coming in. if that means coming through you to get someone that we end up, like, loving, driving with the team, and we've talked about stuff like that, right? right? Listen, so you know what? I'm in my 60th year. And the way I look at it, you know, retirement is something
1: that's coming up quick for me. And it, I'm at a point in my life right now where I'm paying it forward. I am literally willing to teach anybody anything that I have from my 45 years of experience if they want to know about it. Yep. I mean, it's that point in time now where you need to pay these skills forward so that the next generation of people who either want to be a good tradesperson or in business for themselves, understand that they've learned
2: this from somebody who's already been through it. What are like what are some of the challenges that people already are, are facing right now, and how are you guys as a team overcoming it? Good question.
1: Well, it's 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 an it's an obvious one for us. Um, one of the biggest challenges is the supply of those skilled workers. Yeah. Um, and you know how are we addressing that shortage? The main way for us right now is our workup program, um, where we are upskilling general laborers to trade people for our customers. In addition, we are continuing to invest in many other ways to ensure that we can attract, retain, and deploy top
2: talent. So, according to the People Ready, People Ready website, there are over 25,000 other staffing agencies nationwide. What sets People Ready apart from all those others? What sets People Ready
1: apart is our unwavering commitment, delivering exceptional value service excellence to our clients and workers. We are the experts in the skilled trade staffing with a sterling reputation that we've earned over 30 years of connecting businesses with qualified, reliable tradespeople. Our connection to the larger people-ready company and True Blue's global family of brands means that we have the infrastructure and the resources to take on jobs that will help your business grow. No matter where, when, when, Or how many tradespeople that you need. To wrap it up in a single sentence, guys, our extensive industry experience, robust infrastructure, and customer-centric approach makes us stand out as a trusted partner for the businesses seeking reliable, skilled staffing solutions.
0: Thank you, Don, for being a guest at the Talking Trades Podcast. Listeners, please reach out to Don and People Ready Skilled Trades if you're in a staffing crisis or looking to bridge the gap between needing a temporary position filled and hiring a full-time position, or if you're looking for more information on temporary workforce, uh, which this is a very interesting concept. So Don, if li- listeners have any questions um, or would like to get a quote from you, how can they contact you?
1: Well, guys, you can reach me at 603-273-6585. Leave a message or text me with your contact information, or you can email me at ddemers at peopleready.com. Again, that's D-D-E-M-E-R-S at peopleready.com. You can also find me on LinkedIn under Donald Demers, and make sure to follow People Ready Skilled Trades on all major social media platforms. Done. On behalf of myself and People Ready Skilled Trades, thank you,
2: Chris and Ed and Andrew, for your continued support. Don, I would for sure love to have you back and continue our important conversations about the workforce and how people skilled trades can help bridge that gap, man. Absolutely. We want you back. Would, and on behalf of the company, we
1: would love to do that. Yes. Love to do that. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you.
0: As always, I am your host, Chris Lavek, owner of New Horizon Media Inc., where the new is NU. Please go onto our social media, Instagram, Facebook threads, and give a like and follow for updates and behind the scenes. Edward, where can you be found?
2: Find us on uh, Facebook.com forward slash IonElectricalLLC. From there, you should be able to find uh, the rest of our social media. And I guess the other one would be the uh, website. You know, we just had our boy James uh, redo the website. So that's www.IonElectricalLLC.com, www.IonElectricalLLC.com.
0: Go see it, please, because I'm trying to get my, my SEO up. Listeners, if you like this episode, please leave a review and give five stars if you're feeling generous. Over on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Spotify and wherever you get your podcast. Until next time, keep on talking, talking trades. trades. Today's podcast is brought to you by Junk in Our Trunk, your go to junk removal specialist serving central New Hampshire and beyond. With over 10 years of experience, they offer fast, reliable, and affordable services tailored to meet your needs. Whether it's residential clutter, commercial waste, estate cleanouts, or in state hauling and moving, Junk in Our Trunk is committed to providing top notch services with a 100% satisfaction rate. They pride themselves on their transparent pricing environmental responsibility and being a local family-owned business ready to reclaim your space contact junk in our trunk today for your free estimates experience hassle-free junk removal and join their community of satisfied customers don't let clutter hold you back choose junk in our trunk for a cleaner and more organized life